Hi, I'm Matt Paniton. I'm a candidate experience associate here at Stavi, and you're listening to Finside Chats. Welcome to the Finside Chats podcast. This podcast is for the relentlessly curious and dives headfirst into the timely and complicated topics that live and breathe in the fintech, startup, and mortgage lending spaces. Thank you for joining us, everybody, for this edition of Finside Chats. I'm Costa Ligris, joined here with uh, my co-founder and co-host, Josh Feinblum. And today, we're going to be talking about taking title and settlement digital and have a special guest, Jim Malinkovich of The Title Team. And so, Jim, excited to have you on Finside Chats today. Thank you for joining us from uh, nice and warm Minnesota. You got it. And Jim, you've got a you've got an interesting background. You came from a, a company that I've had a relationship with for a really long time, First American Title, where you were VP there and state manager for Minnesota, North Dakota, and South Dakota, and an agency sales rep before moving on to Farm Bureau Financial Services, and now running operations over at the at the Title Team. Hope I didn't miss anything, but um, would love to uh, uh, would love to hear a little bit about you from yourself. How did you get into title and settlement? I know that I've stolen this from my buddy Chuck Kane over at Fidelity, where he says nobody grows up and says I want to get into title and settlement. So, how did you uh, stumble upon this crazy industry? Ironically, I needed a job, and uh, a headhunter said, "Here you go, fresh out of college." She just said, uh, "Not in the industry you want to work in, not the pay that you were looking for, but a pretty good company." So. Uh, Went interviewed and fell into title. And w- once it's in your blood, it was really hard to get out. It's been a, a very good fit for me. It's everything I have is because of this industry. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. I know that none of us get into it thinking like this is everything I wanted it to be and imagined it to be. But there is a sense of community. You get to know people. And there are some really remarkable people in title and settlement that have spent their careers in it and have come from interesting backgrounds. And so it sounds like uh, you are just another example of that. Yeah. I mean, once you're in it, that whole idea of the American dream and being a part of that process and helping people get to home ownership uh, was just something that, that drew me and it allowed me to, to grow. The industry has got so many different paths that a person can take whether it's sales, whether you want to be an escrow, maybe you just want to be behind the scenes and do the title production. But uh, that whole service aspect of, of what we do in our industry certainly was a draw. Ultimately fell into more of a management um, opportunity, but still looking for the ability to grow, take it a different place. You know, just like we're, we're talking about today, taking it digital. Um, title insurance has been an ever-changing and an evolving process for my entire career. And I know that the title team is headquartered in Minnesota, but you guys have 14 Midwest locations. And you also have operations and cover My Happy Place. Uh, Josh, what is My Happy Place? Montana. That's right. This is why KBAs are bad, by the way. (laughs) Um, And you guys offer title insurance, obviously closing and escrow services. You do 1031 exchange services, tax and lien searches, 
and title reports uh, in Montana, North Dakota, Minnesota. So, uh, and I know that you were recently a presenter in our webinar. So I wanted to give you a shout out and thank you publicly for uh, for being a presenter on our webcast uh, webinar for e-closings and remote online notarization. Actually, it was a great pleasure and uh, really looked uh, forward to the opportunity just to kind of tell people uh, the great platform that you guys have there at Stavi and and the things that it brings to to our industry. Just to kind of let you know, our company is actually founded and headquartered out of Bismarck, North Dakota. Um, it started there way back in the 1950s and slowly and steadily they've grown. And in the last few years, rapidly, we've grown not only in Montana, North Dakota, or in Minnesota, Wisconsin. And uh, the goal is to to even take it even a little bit further. That's awesome. So the pandemic, I mean, it's a, it's hard to imagine an industry that it hasn't affected, uh, but probably uh, probably also hard to imagine an industry that it's affected more than real estate outside of healthcare. What specifically has changed at the title team? What specifically changed over there as a result of the pandemic? Well, I think the pandemic's just made us look at the business with a whole separate new vision. Obviously the pandemic, you had social distancing. How do you make that happen with closing? I mean, everybody got real creative. You've got, you've seen plastic screens, you've seen people close in cars, you've seen some face-to-face. I mean, it's, it's really made us take this big picture and move it beyond what your normal set of, of blinders might be. And, and look to what does tomorrow look like? Um, even just look at, like I have kids in their early 20s. I don't know that they buy or do anything without their mobile device or a mobile device as part of the process. And that's kind of what we had to do with title. How do we take title from its traditional here, sit at the table and bring it to this digital world? And platforms like Stavi have allowed us to do that. Um, we've certainly seen a lot of uh, internal consolidation where we don't really have geography boundaries. Um, you might do a title process in Duluth, Minnesota for a property that's in Bismarck, North Dakota. We've used that infrastructure to make us uh, ourselves more efficient, hopefully add a little bit of economic profits back into our our own daily business piece. But we really had to look at how do we keep this face-to-face connection with our customer, but move it into a different platform, whether it be digital or with some tweaks just from the traditional at the table. Are there specific things that your customers or clients are asking for more today than they did three years ago? I think it's always faster, cheaper, you know, better that you always get that same thing. It's like, hey, we need our commitment today. And they just placed the order an hour ago. Um, I think that's the one thing that we've really watched uh, evolved within the title industry is the speed at which we can process that that part. But at the end of the day, the closing still is the closing. And those things have so many different moving parts because you got realtors involved and you got loan professionals involved. And then obviously you got to add title into that, that same piece. Um, I, I think we were just trying to figure out how to get a better product out the door faster to meet what the customer was expecting from us on our side. 
What was sort of the tipping point, like when Title Team decided, you know what, let's go more into e-closings. And you guys are what I would consider one of the more early adopters that you've gone deeper into e-closings, you embrace the technology. Obviously, everyone's concerned about cost. I've always joked about this industry, how everything, the cost of everything goes up. But the second we try to raise a fee in a settlement for a settlement fee or title abstract or something like that, you get so much pushback from consumers and realtors and lenders and they're always sort of squeezing the title group. What was sort of the, the mindset around you when you and the team and the leadership team there at making the decision to go digital? Well, obviously, I think pre-COVID, everybody was talking about the digital experience. And then COVID, we actually started to look at it. But I'll be honest, our goal was really pretty simple. We wanted to be the leader in the upper Midwest when it came to a remote online notarization closing. Plain and simple. We just wanted to be the leader. We didn't want to follow. We didn't want to be in the middle. We wanted to lead. But with that, obviously, economics play a big part of that whole piece. There's some efficiencies here in the Midwest that we needed to start to take advantage of. We have this goofy kind of bifurcated closing system where the buyer might be represented by one title company and the seller's represented by another title company. And now you're putting your team in cars, driving them from location to location to location to, in this case, represent a seller in a transaction. We also looked at it just from a a simple simplicity side. We send all these documents back and forth in COVID through UPS and FedEx and those modes of expressing documents when all you had to really do is to look at the digital world and say, hey, you know what? We can do this this way. Now we make it more convenient for our customer. We let them close in their environment. And just to kind of say edgy, I mean, you could literally be sitting in your pajamas at home and do a closing. It gives them their time. It's a lot more flexible we just found that we thought we'd save our customer not only some time, but money. And then we also take our team off the road, which is um, protecting their safety, not driving all over, you know, town to town, closing to closing. And at the end, we didn't lose that connection that we have with our customer just because we went digital. It was still face to face. We still have that connection. It's our closers on the title team. It's not somebody else um, doing something that they haven't had their hands in the entire process like our group has had. Can I double click on that for a second? Because a lot of people think I'm crazy, Jim. And uh, I, I mean, I probably am. But I have always been of the opinion when we started this company, Josh and I had a lot of conversations around this. We have, from the beginning, said we are a technology company and we're here to support the industry and the stakeholders in the industry. We give you, as you know, you guys are users of the platform and we give you guys the technology to go digital. You know, what would you say to title agents that are sitting there thinking like, well, you know, uh, what about, you know, just not bringing our own notary, but using like a notary pool? What are you seeing as the tangible benefits? Like, what's the feedback been so far? Your team, your customers, your referral partners, like what... What's your insight on that? Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. I'll be honest. Everybody that we've done a, a digital closing with has asked the same question right out of the gate. Do you work for the title team? And we 
get to say yes. And, and that's important because that's been the people that they've communicated with, whether it's through text message, email, phone calls, the whole way. And having that comfort of knowing, hey, Jim's my closer and now Jim's the same guy doing my Ron closing versus all of a sudden here, here's Josh and who's Josh and where do you play in that? In the world of fraud that we plan, I think that connection that our customers have with our team makes this whole process just kind of come together and it's relaxed and it's business-like and we just get to move forward. Jim, what are the customers saying? Like uh, for those that uh, are doing this, maybe, you know, especially customers that have in the past bought or refied a home and have had to go and do it in person. What's the general reaction? Like, are they blown away? Are they like, oh, about time? Like what's, I'm just curious. Like, what are you hearing from your, from the end consumer? The end consumer, I think is, is uh, surprised that it is as engaging as it can be through a, a digital network. I mean, you take me, I'm 53 years old. I've certainly signed closing documents online, um, but it's, you know, just, simple, non-notarized uh, pieces. The realtors have taken this to a whole number, another level. And I think every purchase agreement I see has a digital signature on it. But when you engage somebody in the Stavi platform, one, it's nimble, it's intuitive. It, it has this face-to-face component to it that really does engage you. And the customer just loves it because they don't have to get in a car. They don't have to worry about taking time off from their job. It doesn't matter where the heck you are. I mean, we've closed people from Japan to Alaska. We just had this monumental snowstorm here in uh, in North Dakota just a week ago. We closed people all over the upper Midwest. And we never missed a beat. And we never missed a deadline because weather, mother nature, hey, I can't be here. So the excitement on the other side has been tremendous. I think the the lending community is a little further behind, um, not quite ready to go all in on this particular platform, but they're close. And that's why it's really fun for us to be engaged as a leader versus a follower. That's really, I mean, it's it's such a cool journey to watch unfold because I think as, as all of us know, remote notarizations were we're not legal in all but, you know, very, very few states three years ago. Uh, and it's so rare. I feel like the housing industry has been waiting for like the, the real estate industry has been waiting for the first domino to fall, right? That will really allow us to take so much more of the process uh, away from paper. And uh, so it's, it's cool to watch. I would ask, is there anything in the process flow or experience right now that you think it actually makes it, is making it harder than it needs to be to adopt? I don't really see anything that would make it harder to adopt outside of, again, kind of just this slow, methodical process that the lending community has. I mean, this e-note piece is really probably the only hangup that we have to, to take this even up another higher ratchet up the ladder. Uh, once I call it the, you know, kind of the big national lenders say, hey, yep, we're in then I think digital uh, online closings becomes the norm versus 
just kind of a byproduct. I really do look for this to be the next wave. And like I said, you, you don't you don't have to upset somebody's apple cart and say, hey, you got to go take an hour off now and go to closing. And in 15 minutes, again, on a seller side, so a lot less documents, we have completed a process that normally somebody sits here for an hour waiting for their check so they can walk out the door. It, it has really been a fun experience. And I mean, we've even had a guy close on a beach in Mexico um, on a laptop. So it's a remarkable new opportunity for the entire industry. Is there ever a reason on the seller side, like that doing it on paper, like you would prefer that? I'm, I'm just kind of curious, like why, like, is this the type of thing where all seller side transactions should just be done remotely at this point or, or are there reasons you, you still bring people in? Well, obviously technology plays a big key in it. Some people don't have the wherewithal or even just the technology capabilities to pull off or on. Um, and, and then there's still people that like this face-to-face engagement. So great. You can either pick A and, and come in and do it the traditional way or pick B and we'll do it online. And for us, we still get to have that enhanced experience with our customer so that we're, they know that we've got them and their best interests all taken care of. I have to ask a follow-up question to what you just said. How many people are saying option A versus option B? How many people are coming in versus using the tech? Very few at this point. I mean, I think we started with you guys on April 1st, and I think already by April 15th, we'd done over 40 RON closings. Part of it's just our learning curve. We got to get our team acclimated to the Stavi platform. We've got to get their uh, digital notary information uploaded. So there's, there's some schematics that we needed to take care of. But for the most part, if you engage a customer and say, hey, do you want to come in and do it this way or would you rather do it digitally? I think they're willing to explore the digital component. Um, sometimes it's just easier for them to come here because they're selling at eight o'clock, but they're buying at nine. So they have to be here anyway. Got it. We can start our wrap up process, which uh, generally is getting to the, actually the important questions. I would ask uh, if the zombie apocalypse is coming, who are the three people you would want on your team? Definitely not prepared for that question. Um, three people on my team, probably my daughter, my first, she's, uh, she's in the national guard, but during her, uh, her military training, she won some awards for her accuracy with a gun. So I, I better, I better have a warrior with me. My wife, she'd kill me if I didn't take her with. <laughs> and probably the guy that brought me here, uh, Nick Hacker, just a visionary, pushes the envelope, kind of a a tactician that he's got it where. If we had to have a strategy, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of get in line behind him. He's just a good leader and a and a really good friend. Awesome. And I, I have to say, by the way, I think during a zombie apocalypse, we all become warriors. Gotta kill or be killed, right? <laughs> <laughs> just like in title. <laughs> 
All right, I, I, I'm going to make it a little easier for you. And, you know, Josh asked the asked the hard question. So, um, you can only eat one food for the rest of your life. What is it? Yeah, I'm a farm kid, so it's uh, it's beef, all beef every day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Josh, want to wrap up with one more question? Oh, okay. Let's see what we got. Um, do you believe in aliens? No, I I really don't believe in aliens. Um, the small town farm kid. I mean, life was life. You got good friends, good people. Aliens. No. What made those crop circles? <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to know? It was a bunch of crazy teenagers that uh, indulged in probably something they weren't supposed to and thought it'd be really fun to drive their pickup through the corn. Uh, but you've never had any experience with that? Never had any experience with it. No, sir. <laughs> a friend told him about it. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, thank you so much. Um, first of all, we are grateful for you being such a champion for um, for Stavi and and a customer. But uh, being a visionary and having you and your team, uh, as you so eloquently put it uh, earlier, you know, being a step ahead, not waiting for the industry to to go digital, um, but getting to a place where you guys are uh, the early adopters and the leaders in this. I think it says a lot about the vision of the title team, um, yourself and the rest of the team there, and uh, skating, as Wayne Gretzky would say, to where the puck is going. Well, hey, I really want to thank you guys, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my one little plug here for Stavi. It, we've looked at a lot of platforms, and yours really does engage the entire experience. I mean, we can bring realtors, loan professionals, but think bigger because it is the American dream and everybody really does look at home as the biggest investment that they have, but you can invite your family and your platform allows that to happen. And the experience within it for the customer along with our team has been remarkable. We, uh, we, we love it. It's uh, a game changer for us. And I think it's a game changer for the industry. We appreciate you. And thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, for that plug. It's much appreciated, but um, today was about you and we're grateful for you and the team and um, excited to be uh, your partners in this journey of digitization. Thank you. Yeah. We look forward to being a partner of yours for a long time. Awesome. Thanks, Jim. Hey, thanks. Appreciate you guys. You do really have a, an amazing platform. Thank you, Jim. That means a lot. I know how long you've been in the industry and you've got a lot of experience. And so it means a lot to us. Uh, you know, the team, I mean, honestly, Josh and I, our job is to hire really smart people and get out of their way and give them the tools. And we've got a remarkable team. And I'm sure you guys have um, have interacted with our support team. Um, I'm sure you've met, you know, Henry and, and some of the others on that team. And they're so passionate. They love what they do. And they really, really care. And it's a big deal. I mean, honestly, you know, I think you know this. You can email me and Josh at any time directly at any point if you need anything. But uh, the real heroes are are our team and um, and they really care about this. And your feedback in terms of how we can make this better, uh, it's such an important part of what we do. And so just, you know, keep it coming. Yeah, I got a meeting with Josh and Jelani and and then I'll tell you as, as the founders and the leaders, they really have been remarkable to work with. Their talents are immeasurable. 
but whenever we ask for any little thing, they're on it. So, um, you know, if you get a chance and you walk by them, just pat them on the back and tell them great job because they really have done a nice job with our team. Well, we appreciate that. And we will make sure that feedback gets to them today. That's going to go to the whole company, my friend. Well, good. You guys got a remarkable product. I hope you have tons of success. If I ever can uh, help plug what you're doing or even be a reference, by all means, let them know. I'm, uh, I'd love to tell them my experience. I'm a closing idiot. I don't play there, but I do get to watch. And I do get to watch my team do what they do. And the two leaders that we had, Mariah and Steph, are really, really good at it. And they're fun to be with in that engagement. Awesome. We will probably take you up on that. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Best of wishes and uh, keep growing. Thanks, Jim. Talk Thanks, soon. Jim. Thanks for the download. For every podcast episode, please visit staffy.com forward slash finside dash chats or join us on your favorite podcast platform. All rights reserved. This podcast is being provided for informational purposes only and cannot be copied or broadcast without the consent of Stavi Incorporated. The podcast is not a comprehensive overview of the subject and is not intended to provide specific legal or financial advice or an endorsement of any products or business. Please seek legal or financial advice before taking any action on the matters or products discussed herein. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guests and do not necessarily represent those of Stavi. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors.